us on Heron's Home Podcast. I am your host, Karee Robertson, alongside my salmon extraordinaire, Rico G. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? And as we go, we enter episode 74. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, man. How your week been going? Uh, that shit's been pretty chill. I've just been um, on my uh, <laughs> uh, Persona grind still. Like, I'm still playing Persona 5. That's what's up. Um, they, they, they played me pretty tough, I thought. Like, I remember telling Sharon, like, two days ago, I was like, yeah, I'm going to be done with this, like, by the end of the night, man. I'm straight. I'm going to be done. 20 hours later. I'm like, what uh, the fuck? But that was, was pretty it, good, was though. Like, branching storylines? Um, Sort of, yeah. Like, um, I kind of sniffed it out, though, a little bit. Like, like 5%. Like, a character mm-hmm. that you had met, um, like, go, like, a counselor that you had met in school that seemed to be ancillary. Ended up being like the real boss after you beat the boss of the game type deal. Of course, and I was they like, love doing that. And then they also give you like an entire like he he's his own entire segment. So that shit was actually pretty dope. Got his own arc. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's what I've been on pretty much. That's what's up. Yeah, man. Uh, I've just been keeping up with Boys and Lovecraft Country. Nice, nice. That's two which, solid ones. They've both been they both been delivering for the most part. Boys is always a hard hitter, man. <laughs> and what I've uh, both of these shows were super gory this week. Boys is typically very gory. Yeah, it is. But this Lovecraft Country was it it, it it was extra gory. But um, <laughs> Boys is man, that's such a the where they departed from the graphic novels i think is really interesting like the stories that they're they're doing cuz um i sniffed it out one of these uh the storylines where they have a new uh, a new member of the seven that they added and um i had a feeling that she was a rebrand of an old superhero because there's not a lot of the superheroes that are as powerful as she is right and so um She's like on Homelander level power. Yeah, that like definitely makes like she, she stands out. The way she talks to him, dude, like she she has no fear of him. <laughs> but yeah, that's been a that's been a really good arc uh, to watch. The Huey Starlight arc is really like it's heartbreaking, but it's really well done. Um, Huey's such a goose sometimes, man. He is. He totally is. And it's mo- I and understand because he's the everyman. That's what he's supposed to be. Exactly. But yeah, um, the whole. The whole arc with Kimiko and and her brother and uh, and Frenchie, that one got that one got turned sideways just because Frenchie's a weirdo, man. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, he's just you know he does a lot of drugs and oh uh, yeah, yeah yeah you know he they can't communicate. This is true. Even though I'm pretty sure she understands him, she just has no way to communicate to him. Um, but yeah, that that storyline's been taking an interesting uh, turn, but I have no idea where it's going to end. Um, and yeah, Billy the Butcher storyline came to an interesting turn too. Yeah, all, all the show the, the show run storylines have been decently handled to say the least. Still, but yeah, I'm looking forward to to seeing how they wrap that up. <clears throat> um, yeah, the uh, the they managed to do it again. They 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 somehow found a creepy way to have Homelander drinking milk again. It's like it, I'm pretty sure that there's someone in charge of finding creative, interesting ways to make this nigga creep out and perv out over some milk in in an episode that doesn't too so take away. At least away five percent of the budget is the breast milk antics. Absolutely, gotta be, bro. I mean, and this nigga Homelander's psychosis is deep, <laughs> deep. This nigga. 
spoiler alert, but um, he fucking has one of the the soups that can shapeshift, like locked up in a house and forcing him to shapeshift into the form of Sitwell, and and like mindlessly adulate him. <laughs> but the thing is, is that. It's like for him, shapeshifting uh, is like tensing a muscle. Yeah. So if he gets tired after a while and it starts to hurt, and so like, <laughs> like he's in a very compromising position with uh, Homelander, and he starts to lose his grip, and he's like, ah, turn back. He's like, it hurts. He's like, turn the fuck back. And I was like, oh man, that's super awkward. Yeah. Homelander is is a. Uh... His act, his, that actor is amazing, man. Yeah. I, I would not be able to trust that actor. I'd be side-eyeing him all day for the longest. Dude, it's funny because Carolina was making the same comment. Like, yo, I can't ever see him as anything but Homelander now. Feel me? That character is so fucking strong. And, oh. like, it's the little nuances of the character that make that character so strong, man. Yeah. And I and I feel like that's him. That's, that's, it's all him. <laughs> oh, shit. But yeah, that part's not acting. Mm-mm. But um, so yeah, Homelander. Gosh, man, he's so like they're all super hella creepy. Like they're all like A Train is another one. Just like dude, what are you doing? A Train is funny. Yeah, man, and he's been like trying to hide his heart condition uh, all season. And Homelander, of course, can hear his heart, so he's just like, I know your shit's <laughs> fucked up, bro. I I know that every time you try to run, your shit is going a mile a minute, and I've known you your whole career here, so like, I know that's not normal. <laughs> and I was like, oh, got your dumbass. Yeah, A Train is is um, it's a tragic story. Yeah, I was about to say like he's pretty sad, bro. Like it's pretty sad being A Train, and it's funny because in the first season they kept like I felt like they kept making an allegory to his um uh, uh to him losing his speed like performance enhancements yeah. like his ability to get an erection essentially. And it was just like yeah, I just I just had an illusion. And it's just like yo, I feel just so sorry for this. This, this dude can't catch a break. But you know, he's also a piece of shit, so you don't need to feel. Yeah, that he is the him. worst type of dude, man. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. yeah, he tries to extort um, Starlight, but he's like, like, like most people who commit extortion, he himself is very weak, and so he just starts standing <laughs> up for himself. Herself, and I'm like, yo, dude, you do know, like, you have like the That's illest power, it. right? Like, because he's not just super fast; he's super fucking strong. He was a pulling a train. You know what I mean? Like he's he's super strong, and clearly, like there's other side effects of being super fast. And I'm like, how the fuck? Yeah, you're the world's most efficient decapitator, bro. Yo, and his his fear of Homelander is crazy. I don't understand it. Like, (laughs) yeah, all I can do is run. (laughs) But you're super strong, though. Yeah, but he is super strong. And he can run, and he's got laser eyes. I ain't got laser eyes. I can't do nothing. Homelander can't isn't even that fast. <laughs> he's not Superman. It's fast enough, goddammit. And it, I suppose it's not really his speed that that makes him terrifying. Is that in this universe, it seems like his hearing is pretty like ridiculous. He has yeah, like a Superman level hearing. He um he actually made comment of like he was listening to Maeve from like across the building, yeah. listening to her phone conversation, and he found out about her girlfriend. It was fucked up. Yeah, that's that that's the real terrifying part of fucking. Yeah, he's he's ass nigga. gosh, you know what? Homeland is a perfect name for him, man. He's just like Homeland Security, bro. <laughs> yeah, he is. 
dude just always yeah, listening is. creeping being all up in your shit bro like there's no there's no I, i've come to understand there's no like uh reasonable expectation of privacy in this country at all yeah nah nah um your data is, is too profitable to tech companies you feel me so yeah and and, and it, it's such a uh a misleading uh concept that they try to put forth like oh it's mostly all anonymous data like no because <laughs> like there's there was two stories that uh i had heard recently and one kind of tangent but there was two stories that happened last week that I was just like, I hear you. I definitely don't advise you to do what these people were doing. But how the fuck did they get caught based on the, the digital footprint that they were claiming they used to catch them? Like, unless they're just bullshit. Because there's the one where... <laughs> you either the, made it up the, or the, you do some There was a, shit. a chick who cut her hand off to try to cash in on, a, um, oh, on an insurance policy. That. And um, they said that they, they, they were able to suss it out because her boyfriend was Googling prosthetic hands the day before they, they <laughs> and i was like but how do y'all know that like like okay cool good on you guys you guys caught them i'm not mad at it but like yo they don't they had no privacy like they i'm pretty sure that you you violated their privacy to get that information That's and then funny. there was the one with the guy who beat up his dog like he's a jerk he shouldn't beat up beat up the dog like it was a, it was a tasteless it was a fit of rage he was abusing the dog you know asshole move for sure but that video was inside his house like they had video of him inside of his home abusing the dog and i'm just like how the fuck did you get that footage like <laughs> why are y'all niggas in this nigga's house like well maybe they collected that footage afterwards you know or, or was that the footage they used to catch him that was the that was what went viral that 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 caused him to have to take action because he was he's a board member he's a ceo of some company it's fine but um yeah, no, it's just a Homelander t- perfectly embodies that like omnipresent and uh, uh, aggressive threat that is just surveilling you at all times. Like, gosh, man, that is. Ugh. I feel so bad for Starlight because he's definitely like on her ass. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, yeah, he's consistently it feels like somebody's watching me you know, i couldn't i couldn't deal with that like just i would be like nah nigga you're gonna have to just kill me bro pretty much you're just gonna have to kill me bro you're not gonna have pretty me walking on pins and needles this whole i can't time. i can't i can't mm-hmm. do that mm. but yeah anyway boys is is doing it doing it oh i'm really i have no idea like having um read some of the graphic novel content i have no idea where it's going it's good I have no idea. I do, I do like that. That's good. You know what I'm saying? I like I like I like that shit being a mystery. I don't want to be able to follow the story to like to the fact that I can predict it to the end and shit. Yeah. Even though there was I did I did kind of call one of the storylines that that Stormfront uh storyline where she rebranded as from the older uh the older superhero. I was like, "Oh yeah, I see this. I see what's happening here because they 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 laid it out like the scenes where they were introducing Stormfront and the scenes where they were talking about Liberty and she's an old superhero, it was just way too... They, yeah, they, they, they did that intentionally. They, said, yeah, they wanted know, to yeah. show you. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, because the funny part is, is like they built up to like a reveal of that. And I'm like, I thought that y'all did the reveal when you first revealed it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I guess... 
that's the new thing is, is like, not only do you have to lay the breadcrumbs, but at the end of the trail, you got to like, all right, time to eat. <laughs> well, yeah, it's here. like you plant the seed, you water the seed, and then you harvest. Fuck the plant. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I've, I've never heard of that step. No, you never? <laughs> I'm new, I'm new to that step. <laughs> that's a 40-year-old virgin. <laughs> Uh, that's that's Seth Rogen trying to give uh, Who, uh, Paul Rudd? No, no, it's um, the main character, Steve Carell's character. Oh, okay. Andy, he's trying to tell him to 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 sleep with a woman. It's not hard. You just gotta lay the seeds. Then when you lay the seeds, you grow the plant, and then you fuck. I the do plant. remember that. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah, sorry, I, that was a, a silly tangent. Um. <laughs> But yeah, boys is um is shaping up. I'm I'm interested to see where that where that season finale takes us. Lovecraft Country actually, this episode didn't hit well with me. It was it was okay. Um, I'm what was I'm different about this one? Well, remember how I said that they're they're following different genres yeah. of of horror with each episode style, just like the 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 way the exposition goes across and the the type of cinematography and stuff that they they put into it is is kind of like choosing from different genres of horror this one was kind of like splatter gore horror uh-huh. where it was a lot of like blood and skin ripping and just fucked up shit <laughs> but um it, the storylines didn't really hit with me like one of them was um uh letty's sister is seduced uh by a a warlock and he's giving her like the power to to um to be white during uh for certain periods of the day. That's pretty whack. It's, that's what I'm saying. Like it just I'm just I don't fuck with it. Throw it back. No, nah, and, <laughs> and, and then, and then the back. way she behaved when she was white was just weird. And then you know that at the end there's this whole revenge against like she tricks a white guy into sleeping with her as she's transforming back into the black version, and then she like brutalizes him. I was just like, this is so. Ugh. That's weirdo shit. It's, yeah, like, I just, <laughs> oh like, shit! If there's anything that you learn as a as as a black person going through racism, trying to mature through life, is that there's no revenge for racism. It's like the only true. revenge you'll ever have is the dismantling of the system of racism. That's the only mm-hmm. revenge you'll ever get. Like, you know, someone doing something racist to you, and then you like beating them up for it. The, the, it gets you nowhere. Yeah, it's an purely, eye for an eye leaves the whole world blind. It's purely self is self gratifying. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that, like that, that kind of revenge is so base. It's like it's a very immature thing. You know what I mean. And so, to, for her whole story, and she's a and her character otherwise doesn't strike me as that kind of person. You know, it, I don't know. It just it felt out of character for the character that they've been building her up to be this whole time, and so yeah. But the, the main storyline elements that were progressed, book ending the whole middle of the episode, were, were were pretty interesting, because it turns out that um, one of the characters has been posing as another character throughout the show f- for a significant portion of the time, even though there were scenes when we saw them together. So I'm assuming that that was that it's not always been that she's imp- been impersonating him. It's just something more recent since they've come into town. But, yeah, it's an interesting, you know, they, they've had some. And his, his uh, Tick's uh, relationship with his father. And then they had a whole nother side story where. So at the end of the last episode, 
Tick murdered a Native American woman that they had found that knew a lot about magic that they were going to try to ask to, to help them learn some kind of defensive magic to protect themselves. And Montrose, Tick's father, kills her and then burns the or destroys the, the pages of the secret book that they found. And it's just like, why the fuck would you do that? Like, Montrose is dead set on not letting Tick like find out anything about this uh yep. this occult history. <laughs> Sounds like an obstruction. And it's like, well but the thing is is that Tick is a grown man. He's not your he's not a kid anymore. And so and moreover, you're not even his dad. You know what I mean? Like Oh, who says he's doing it for those purposes though? He could just be I, you're right, a nefarious no actor, you feel me? He could be and that's he the, could just be a the nefarious actor. Because you know what I mean? Like, even if you love him and you want to keep him safe, like, what you're doing is only driving him away from you. Like, at some point, you got to realize, like, you're just, you're literally burning the bridge you're building. Like, you can't, that doesn't make no sense. But you're right. He could be a nefarious actor. Um, and then they did a whole side story with him and his um, his boyfriend. And that, they had, like, a real, like, graphic, like, he goes and aggressively has sex with him after Tick assaults him. And it's just really weird and unnecessary <laughs> so weird yo it, you know what it is is that this show and it's not even just that that scene in particular through it, whenever it addresses sex the show does it poorly it's not and that's weird that's funny because it's like that's usually not the hard part right like, that's usually the easy part to get this show especially all for of the HBO. sex is weird which and and it's like not only is it weird is that it just doesn't aid the show because the show is like High fantasy horror in a racist element. Like, you can't add sex and weird, you know what I mean? Like, there's just too much going on. There's too many polar, like, I don't want to go from, like, watching a a sensual scene to watching people be vehemently racist to watching, like, revenge (laughs) porn. It's just, like, this is Super jarring. Yeah, this is not working. Um, And it's done, and a couple of times it's mixed the, like... A sex scene going into a horror scene and it's just like guys can you just like leave the sex scene out like everything else was coherent except for that you know what i mean i don't know yeah. it's just i don't think that lovecraft country like they clearly didn't put the budget into that part of the uh of the script because the rest there's so and and you know what it is it's it's because the rest of the writing is so strong it's very obviously a weak element Damn, that sucks. Yeah. It just stands out super tough. Mm-hmm. Because there's other parts where you're like, whoa, this is like really good performing. Because you got some really good actors. You got um Courtney B. Vance. You got um He's super Michael K. Phillip. Um you got some good actors. You know what I mean? You got uh Journey Smollett. Like they they got some 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 good listeners. It's just there's parts of it, and her performance has been stellar the whole time. Honestly, um, Journey has been one of the the standout um, actors in in this entire show for sure. Um, I like the the memes that were sent online that was like, "Nah, this is how you're supposed to run in a horror movie." <laughs> oh yeah, what? Yo, whatever it comes down to, her booking it, bruh. What? <laughs> her run animation is sweet. What? She is out. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that's. But the you know overall, it, I don't expect every episode to hit. Um, 
I'm still very much uh, interested in watching where it goes. The next episode, uh, the pre the previews, man, they come in real scattered. <laughs> like it's just a, I never it, watch previews, man. I can't watch them. Shits. Oh man, they they this one you can't tell anything. Like just, the scenes are so disjointed that you're just like, alrighty then. Well, I guess I'll have to wait and see. <laughs> That's why I just don't watch them. Shits. I mostly just don't watch them because I don't I don't really want to. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't want to know anything. Just, just show me the episode when it comes up. I'm already going to have to wait next week anywho. True. Yeah. I, this one, this episode definitely left me wanting. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Man, West Coast is in a tumult, bro. Yeah. Fucking. I haven't seen fires. the naked sun in a week. Bro, It's it's been fucking. Fires from Washington all the way down to fucking Mexico, bro. Like the, there's fires everywhere on the West Coast, and that's that. And 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 one thing that I did learn about this country is that the prevailing winds go from west to east. You know what I mean? All of that smoke and all that bullshit in the air is just gonna fucking start, you know, getting deposited uh, all west east of us. And you know, it's going to start having some negative effects on the 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 uh, climate on the East Coast. You know what I mean? There's going to be some long because you can't have as much. Dude, it's like I think over several million acres have burned in California alone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You can't put that much smoke in the air and and not have major consequences. You know what I mean? Like that was one of the things that you know was problematic with with the burning of of. The rainforest, you know, this, this, we we're going way, way faster than than that, and and we're completely un- incapable of abating the smoke and 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 heavy sediment in the air. It's it's bad. Yeah, there's been like ashes on people's cars and shit. Oh, it's, it's bad, crazy. man. You know, like it, it's you know they used to say that they you come to the to the. To, to California, to California for the uh, the women, weed and weather, but it's like, man, the weeds everywhere now. The women, you know, you can find quality women in the, all across the country, and the weather is not great out here no more. Like <laughs> California's losing all of its allure, man. That's just crazy, but it, it's 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 really troubling because the people in like Washington and Oregon, like, imagine they're, they're like. Down south, they're like hillbillies mixed with country country folk. Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like that, that. What's going on up there is crazy. Like those little towns, they're like they have they have militias set up, and they're they're like screening people who pass through their towns. It's crazy. That is pretty insane. Yeah, Washington and Oregon. Like, if you're gonna get off the highway, you better be sure of where you are because you might get caught up in some shit. Which, man, I don't know. It's bad enough, like, worrying about rabid police, man. But shit, malicious. Or rabid citizens. Dude, oh that shit, that shit is, that hella problematic is an understatement. But yeah, man, there's, in L.A., there, there's still been uh, protests going on for uh, Dijon Kinsey. I think he was a bicyclist that, that was um, murdered by police. Yeah. Like... There's a lot going on, man. The West Coast is 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 brimming right now. Staying active with activity for real. Um, yeah, 
Yeah, did you see this shit about um, Tory Lanez tried to talk to Meg after the whole incident? <laughs> no. They sent her a text message on some bullshit talking about I was too drunk. That's really funny. That's lit. Niggas, first of all, <coughs> That's being too lit. drunk, like, I've done a lot of dumb shit, like, when being too drunk. You know what I mean? Like, that's I've a oops. never got the toolie out and shot at a person. Yo, that's a oops, man. That's my bad. Nah, B. Nah, you can't. Nah, even if you were too drunk, you're not allowed to use that excuse that's when lit. you do something that egregious. Like, that's that shit. Lit. Come on. Hey, man, you can use that excuse while you're in the hospital at her foot bed, at the feet of her bed, being like, yo, my bad, I was drunk. But, like, two months later, after there's been, like, no direct contact, and you have in your fucking PR department, like, well, no, spit lies on her and shit? I think that, that, I think that, that text message reference was, was soon after, like, oh, within okay, days okay, of the okay, event. Okay, okay, That's a little unacceptable. better. That's a little better. It, it's still pretty unacceptable to text somebody after you shot at their feet. Oh, yeah. You know I, mean, I mean, look, once you shoot someone, it's very hard to come back. Yeah. It's very hard. You feel bit unless you're drunk, it's definitely not on the list of acceptable Unless you're, excuses. like, on your knees with presents, then, yeah, you're probably not doing enough for the apology. Mm-mm, mm-mm. And just it, the fact that you have not publicly po- apologized and taken responsibility, that shit it makes anything else you do irrelevant to me. It's like, nah, B. Nah. Like, as, as much as I would have loved to keep this private... Because we are public people, this ain't that, that ain't gonna be be it. You have to definitely like explain yourself to the the thousands and thousands of people who who actually give a shit about this. And not that I particularly care too much about it. I just wanted to mention it because I saw a lot of people who who, who the 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 line of rationale went from Tory was drunk. You can't give drunk people a pass to a whole nother line of argumentation that I didn't exactly understand how it got to. Like, Tory being drunk doesn't at any point make what he did acceptable. But it also doesn't... the, the amount of people who are using that as an additional fault of Tory, I'm like, that shit... That's the least of your worries is niggas getting drunk. Like... The, the the fact that that there hasn't been a more resounding like cancellation of this nigga's music like there's still people playing his music on the radio and shit like nah be like nigga you shot at a black woman for no reason like it's like literally like there there is not a, a plausible reason to be brought to the table for this nah man like. We need to keep the focus on. I don't give a fuck whether he was drunk. No one's trying to give him any 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 bail on anything. But we need to focus on not fucking with this nigga's music and getting him out of the culture before we start going anywhere else with that. But yeah, I just thought that was stupid. Like, why would you? Why would your your PR team even put that out? Like, is that is that supposed to be helping your case somehow? But yeah, it's their first day, man. <laughs> Yo, did you see Meek Mills? Uh, Meek Mills is is starring in HBO Max series about. Yeah, I sent you that about the dudes yeah, in Chicago. Bro. <laughs> yeah. Yo, all right. Me, I see what he's doing. No, nah, I want to see that shit for real. I'm actually I'll, I'll very you, excited for it. 
and okay. for his performance in it because it looks like he's playing a positive role. He's trying to be an mm-hmm. actual role model to the kid. See, but is, is he telling his story transposed into Chicago? Or is he telling the story of someone from Chicago or is it just his fiction? I have no idea. Yeah, I don't I think... I think Mick Mill is an actor in this movie. I don't believe yeah. he has any creative affiliation with it. The story is very reminiscent of his own story. I mean... I... I <laughs> I don't know. It's, hey, look, it seems hey, very reminiscent of his own story. It could be. I'm not saying it isn't. All I'm saying is, unless I see my nigga's name right there in the writing credits oh, yeah, or no, the executive no, no. producer yeah, yeah, credits yeah, yeah. or the fucking what are those? Then you know what I'm saying. Like, they're only how many rappers it is that have successfully translated to um, uh, uh, actors as a front man or or writing their own shit. Fifty mm. Cent. 50 Cent is the only rapper that wrote and made his own TV shows. There are a lot of rappers. Did he write that, all those TV shows? Um, he owns Power. Power is his. I'm not sure if yeah, he like I'm is sure a writer. He is a staff of writers. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, like yeah, he yeah. owns Power and he owns Cause like, like um because no, I know a couple 50 Cent other shit. wrote like get Richard and get Richard died trying. trying. Like, he wrote that shit. Like, and, he did all yeah. of that. So, so that's that's, I, that's I don't. Saying. I'm only. I'm not saying he doesn't write. I just wasn't sure if he wrote those. I'm just saying I don't. I don't see Meek doing that. No, I don't see Meek doing that at all. I see Meek doing the ludicrous. Who's like, yo, let me hop over here and get some of this fucking film money. Yeah, that's why I saw it. But this is, I think it's going to be interesting. Carolina is not a fan of Twitter fingers Meek, so she I mean, was like, "I don't want to watch that." I was yo, like, Twitter oh. fingers Meek was like is literally like I don't even know. I don't keep up with that nigga, but he hasn't been Twitter fingers for a while, as far as I know. That nigga's been actually going out and doing shit as a rapper. Which it, listen, I I fuck with 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 a significant portion of Meek's body of work, so. I'm not mad at him. Like I, I, I'm similarly. I don't follow his um social Man, media. Man, Meek presence. wasn't even a draw to that shit. I just thought the story was cool. I thought I just thought it, it was cool super story. dope. Yeah. They're doing um, uh, uh, it's a story about how little uh, uh, the biking scene, like um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, bicycles and shit, go, goes on in Chicago, and it's about this little black kid who's trying to be legit who's trying to um become a biker in that bike scene which is i'm talking about like bicycles not motorcycles and um everybody else is like meek mill plays a character who's a mechanic who's like i'm not gonna give you a bike but you can fix one and work on it and then i like the juxtaposition of the people in the who's like that's not how you get a bike out here that's how you get a bike out here you saw people stealing so i like that like uh, i like i like that meek was playing a positive role model Mm -hmm. i thought that was dope. that's why i don't think that's based on his character (laughs) at all And that's another reason why. But I just thought it's super up, dope. It's more HBO given, like that, um, um, the whole street bike. Um, yeah, and he has a lot of that style, stuff, yeah. the stunts and stuff in, in mm-hmm. his videos, and he himself is, is on it the bikes Dream and shit. Boys? Is that it's something like that? I'm, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not a huge Meek Mill fan, so I don't really have a lot of that information on it. But I just thought it was a. It was another. It seems like this nice trend and like positive black stories that I have a positive um, mm-hmm. uh, aspect. It is not about black people dying. Feel me, I fucks with. Yeah, it. I love it, like power and um, Dominique Fishback actually has another movie on Netflix. Oh, does she? That I'm tripping that I haven't seen. Yeah, and it's another re- it's a revenge flick too. She's like she's like trying to um get some information on her dad or some shit like that. It's it's super dope. It's it's just I saw uh-huh. a, a little um you know the little Netflix Blurb? cards on it. Yeah, I saw one of those and it kind of played and I was like, oh, it's Dominique. And, but I gotta check that out. Yeah, I gotta look that out. <clears throat> but yeah, I just thought I just really like the whole black positivity that in from really big companies, especially because mm-hmm. HBO has been doing it big. So, yeah, it, I got to figure out this HBO Max business because I don't have HBO Max, I don't think. I have regular HBO. 
What is the? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't even know what the difference. There's is. a lot. Yo, HBO went crazy with the like Splinter subscription yeah, service. They all do. And the more yeah. little the shit you have to buy, the more more money they make. If it's all available in one place, then you only pay me one time, and that's not say, enough. Yeah, it's such bullshit that they fragment their their um Services their library like that yeah, just to just it. to charge you more to access different parts of it. Bullshit. Yeah, they're worst. Yo, did you hear about this um, this uh, group of people, 19 black families that were organized by this realtor that bought a huge plot of land that they're going to start developing for um, pretty much a black community? Yeah, I heard about that. It, it was interesting because, at, well, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a solid financial move regardless um, to whether they make it a commercial or residentially zoned area. But um, it's a, it was funny because I was thinking, man, you, I, you don't even got to tell me that white people are furious. <laughs> you don't even got to tell me that white people in Georgia aren't furious. Yep. And, and lo and behold, of course, they're, they're getting all kinds of threats and all this stuff. But um, I was surprised that they were as upset as they were, mainly because what I thought is, is I thought they were going to create like a black suburb community, you know, something like that. Um, but really what they're doing is is that it's a black uh it's a black owned commercial area where they'll have things that are um like uh uh it's more like a tourism uh oriented so it's gonna have like plazas and malls and things for shopping and commerce but um yeah I guess around that they will eventually purchase land for you know, residential stuff, but it's, it's pretty much like, uh, uh, I'm not sure if they're going to put, um, any kind of, um, multi-level housing in there, but, uh, it's definitely not going to be like, you know, they bought up a bunch of land to build black track, you know, uh, track housing and sell them at affordable rates to black people. That's not what's happening, which would be interesting. That's another type of project, but this was, I was really surprised that white people were in such an uproar. That they're building, you know, just a black-owned commercial area in Georgia. Like, they're threatened whether, even if we just want to do a little business. Yep. Even if we just want to do a little business. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, but yeah. I, I Hate I, don't I, make sense, son. It, it doesn't. You can't make sense of it. You can't. But I was really happy to hear that. I think that a lot more of that has to happen. Yeah. A lot more of that has to happen. A lot more of the, hey, you know what? As much as we, we were so happy about integration, it didn't help our communities. Ed, there's nothing wrong with us, you know, buying and building our own things to cater to people like us. Not that we're going to close it off to other people, but we're going to we're going to make it comfortable for us. Question. Did the Chinese, did Koreans have to explain Koreatown to no, people when that, they created and, and it? And that's the part that pisses Thank you. me off. Okay, that's it. They, they, that's it. That's it. Jewish people buy up, buy up neighborhoods, nobody cares. Chinese people buy up neighborhoods, no one cares. That's all I'm wondering. That's Korean all. people buy up neighborhoods, Indian people buy up neighborhoods. People 
of every culture like to be around people of their own culture. But if black people try to solidify their culture and build a, a non-ghetto living area for us, boy, we might have to start burning some shit. Right. You know, it, it, they're quick to just tear the shit down, man. And it fucking sucks. It, 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 really, it really just solidifies my idea. Like, man, this country, if nothing changes, I got to get the fuck up out of here because this shit is just doesn't make no sense. This doesn't make any sense. You know, there's the few people, the few minorities who who do manage to make it through the system are despite, you know what I mean, the 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 huge amount of of barriers that are put up in their way. It's not because of those barriers. It's despite those barriers. You know what I mean? And then and it's funny because in the um, episode uh, of Lovecraft Country, when uh, Ruby was transforming into the white lady and she would be walking around. She was always taken aback at like how freely she was allowed to walk around. <laughs> like she was always surprised by no one telling her that she's doing this in the wrong way or she's she's in the wrong place or she's not welcome. Even when she was in the black neighborhoods. You know what I mean? And, and yeah, that's yeah. also something that I, I that I find to be very poignant and it's it's I, I find it to generally be true is that the racism only happens when black people enter white neighborhoods or hispanic neighborhoods or other, it's never right vice versa they come into our neighborhoods and you know they, they they set up shop and uh i wish that i wish that when black people finally do start to make a foothold and do something you know that that's that's black owned and positive it's not in in on a large scale, you know what I mean? Like we could do the the little mom and pop shit. Like there's a lot of successful black businesses. I don't want to discredit that, but whenever we try to take it to the next level, shit gets stomped on real quick, real quick. And so yeah, I, I wish them the best of luck. I hope that they get to expand into to more residential uh, housing and things that could start to actually build a black community around these these commercial assets that that we're starting to own, you know, and I'm not mad at them for going commercial first. It is what it is. It, and and matter of fact, that's that's usually the best way to do it is make it self-sustaining. Get the yeah. part that's going to be generating funds, yeah, up and running, you know what I mean? Like don't tell people to come here and not have jobs for them. You know what I mean? Like this is this way you got the jobs here that's going to attract people in and of itself. And that's going to bring, you know what I mean? Uh, a, a substantial amount of people who have their own means. And so that's a great way to, to get your first wave going on, you know? And, and I, I love this idea of, of like real community building, you know, like community building, isn't just building libraries and towns. Sometimes it's actually like, we got to build a community. Like we got to build supermarkets and we got to build, you know, things that people can work at, you know, and things that people can work at that are not only beneficial for the people who live in this area, but also don't destroy the world at the same time. You know what I mean? Like we got to start really building our communities. That makes me think about like what I was talking about earlier with the, with the armed militias that are holding down these towns. Well, not holding down these towns. These towns and the militias are they're they're one and the same. They're members of the town. They're citizens that have banded together to to patrol their streets, and it's like those places. The you know th- that's their form of community building. You know what I mean? Like 
I don't understand why they're so vehemently against the way uh, black people build their communities when look at what's going on out 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 west. You know what I mean? Like these people are are armed and dangerous, and and they do things like they storm um, federal buildings <laughs> and they take federal land like the Bundys did back in the day. Like where, where the governor has to like put up barricades to protect protect herself yeah, from you like <laughs> but the, nothing still happens to the militias themselves and and, and, and those, they don't find anything America. wrong with those communities like there's nothing wrong with those communities that are that are creating these these constituencies that are are violent and 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 dangerous you know what i mean but yet if you buy a bunch of land and try to create something that 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 feeds the black community it just it just it it's so hypocritical it just it screams and i it just blows my mind that it's not more widely accepted like oh, okay there's a disparity there there's a huge disparity in the reaction of black community building and white community building the you know there's there's no acceptance of, of building any kind of solidarity in a black community. But white people have literally gotten to the level of armed solidarity. And yeah, like when they were talking about it on the news, when I was listening to it earlier, uh, they were talking about the, the militias in, in Washington. And it was just so they were talking so nonchalantly about it. Like, yeah, they're, they're, they're screening people who come in and out of their town to make sure that none of them are, are Antifa or anything like that. And I'm just like. Antifa and fucking little town in in Washington, get the fuck out of here! Like, what is this shit that they're talking about? And 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 it's because you know the the whole media has has done a terrible job of just blasting out Trump's bullshit scare tactics that he's trying to whip the country into a frenzy before the election, and and you know. It's getting people motivated to do stupid shit. You know what I mean? And they're letting it happen. They're letting it happen. Like I can't believe that the that that they are allowing armed militias to vet people in public spaces. Like that's fucking bananas. You know what I mean? Like that shit happens in Aleppo. It's pretty crazy. You know what I mean? That's some shit that that you see happen in Syria. That's not some shit that you see. It you should. I mean, you do clearly do see it in America, you know. But it's not something that you'd expect to see in America. Like, I don't know, man. There's been so much decline of this country. Like, but the veneer is so glossy. Nobody is paying attention to the fact that it's covering up a decaying structure. Like, that's crazy that we. We were 200 years away from the last time that we really had armed militias, like, patrolling the streets. It's been a long time since that was, like, a thing. I wouldn't say 200 years, but a significant amount of time. It's been at least 100 years since militias have been, like, an open thing in the streets. And so the fact that that is now how how some small towns are choosing to, to, to govern themselves, it, that's decay, man. And it starts out small, it's and it gets, and it's gonna happen in bigger. Like, do you see what happened out here in L.A. out in Compton? Those two, those two officers got murdered in the streets. That's that's decline. That's societal decline. 
You know what I mean? I'm not I'm not advocating for the officers, but anyone who's getting murdered in the streets because of their affiliation, that's especially an affiliation that has as much authority as the police. That's the signal of, de- of decline. That is what it is. You know, and and it's going to start it it'll happen more and more and hopefully the media does a, a better job of adequately informing the people because it, that's the only outlet that a lot of people are going to have because it's going to happen, you know, in disparate parts of the country, you know, and, and not everyone's going to be able to, to consume everything that's happening and make an accurate representation of, of, oh, okay, this is the problem. And that's the job of the media is to present all this, this information, all of these events that are happening in such a way that people can draw conclusions as to, to, to how to go about handling them. And that's, I, I just don't have a lot of faith in the, the mainstream media that they're going to take seriously their job of, of helping people through this fucking turbulent ass time. It's, it's literally the time in which they're needed the most. And that's the sad part is that as much as I hate mainstream media, they are in control of the platform that we desperately need the information to be to be spread across you know like whether it's covid-19 information whether it's uh, uh election information local or national you know the media is responsible for getting so much important information out to us um you know information about climate change you know like for so long, the media abdicated its responsibility to to not give air to 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 bad science. They they gave so much air to bad science in the sake of uh, in the goal of being fair and and equal that they did more damage than good, you know. And and so they don't have a really good. The media doesn't have a really good track record with handling their their uh, their responsibility of being you know, the main platform for information distribution in our society. And so that doesn't make me very hopeful for a lot of the things that, that have to change, unfortunately. And the amount of protesting that's happening right now, it, it, it's crazy that Americans are so poorly versed in in their own history, but also in world history, that they don't, they don't at all connect, like, extended protests over brutality and the progress of society like they don't see like in the 60s in america that all of the protesting is what led to positive change they didn't you know no one no one really points out the parallels between hey america is going through like an arab spring type event like where there's mass protests and the police brutality is epic like America looks like a Middle Eastern country at times at at certain spotlights in these cities when you're looking at all the protests and all of the uh, the property damage going on and you know if it, if Americans weren't so ignorant not only to their own history but to world history they they'd at least be aware of what's happening but instead they think that this is bipartisanship because of an election they think that the America's problems boil down to an election. I've heard that too. It's because it's an election year. I'm like, 
Nobby. Yeah, um, about that. I'm pretty sure. I feel all like this is a steady decline, and it just happens to be an election year. Like election that's years it. are gonna happen. They're <laughs> gonna it. happen. But this is not happening that's because true. of that. That's for sure. But yeah, it's. I don't know, and 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 there's a lot of shit going on. Like, and I mentioned last episode about uh, the Middle East. Bahrain and Israel now have have normalized relations that's israel so you got united arab emirates egypt jordan bahrain qatar yo egypt i mean egypt israel is 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 forming normalized relations with so many many muslim um uh arab countries but yet they won't treat the arabs in their own borders with respect they won't they 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 will never acknowledge these people's claim to land that they like even not even uh discounting totally the land that they've already taken the people like they're sitting there normalizing relations with arab countries while while they're bulldozing arabs in their own state like this shit is crazy you know like i i feel like that's a that that's a, that's a much more profound world event because a america's complicity in in the actions of what's happening there and b the the solidarity of the people in the gaza and their ability to create international solidarity but not the type of international solidarity that leads to un motions you know, and and I feel like they're doing this to kick a hornet's nest, and they're just they're just they don't they don't want to kick it so hard to get their foot stuck in it, so they just keep <laughs> love tapping it, knowing that eventually it's gonna it's gonna bust, and man, it, that's gonna be an ugly one. I'm definitely not looking forward to seeing what what comes out of the Middle East in the next five years. Because whatever whatever's going on, it feels like Turkey is about to be isolated, and Turkey is wild, man. Erdogan, <laughs> don't play that shit. It's a good drink. Wild Turkey, I <laughs> wild Turkey. Yeah. No, um, Erdogan's not not someone who you, you want to trifle with, and I I'm not fully sure what what he plans on doing. Once he's once he's done, uh, pretty much ethnically cleansing the Kurds, I I don't know what this man's gonna do next. So, yeah, man, I just thought that that um, Bahrain adding uh, to the to the ranks of those that uh, Arab nations that have normalized with Israel, and and it's not because I don't want to see Israel have peaceful relations in the in the region. That's not where I'm where I'm going at with this, but in the way that they have been doing it, has been mainly at the expense of the Arabs that live closest to Israel. And so I just I, I hope that whatever happens, it doesn't embolden and strengthen a racist regime like Netanyahu, because Netanyahu's over here. Definitely putting it out there like he's gonna be the one who's unifying all of the 
uh, he's unifying Israel with the with the rest of the world, and that's some bullshit. It that is some bullshit because that man has done so much harm to his region. It it would be very unfair to let him to uh, try to present himself as some kind of peacekeeper and 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 you know somebody who who's a unifier of that area because that's not at all what he's doing. But um. Yeah, I think we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and just wrap it up on that. Keep it a short one today. Um, yeah. If anything, hit us up on the social medias. You know where you can find us on the Instagram at Heron's Home Podcast. Rico underscore G Sound. And remember, time is only wasted if you choose to waste it. So learn from your mistakes. It's the only thing you ever truly do learn from. Have a great one, guys. Peace. Take it easy.